microphone's right <laughs> Welcome to the Whovian Review. I'm Michael. I'm Shelby. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Colin. And uh, thanks you all for coming to AwesomeCon. It's our fifth consecutive time here. For some reason, they keep on letting us back into the building. Uh, we'll see if after this one, they let us back. Time, my friends will tell. Um, but if you're not familiar with the Whovian Review, me and my friends run a podcast. We talk about Doctor Who every single week. For some reason, thousands of people every day choose to listen to us. I'm, I'm still mystified. Um, a, a couple disclaimers here before we get into it. Um, we are going to be doing a recording in front of you, the live studio audience, so please give yourself all a hand. Thank you, thank you. Not just your applause, you will have a chance to participate with questions, comments, there, there may be even be some trivia opportunities. Um, but for now, if you could keep, um, you know, just focus on the presentation and, you know, your response is appropriate to what we're talking about, that would be fantastic. Um, we also will be talking about the show Doctor Who. So if you are not familiar, there will be some spoilers. So this is your time to get out. I'll give you one second. One more. Okay, I, I think we're good. I think we got an um, extra one. <laughs> well, uh, the Doctor, one of the greatest heroes in all the universe, right? Yeah. Wrong! <laughs> the Doctor is a villain. This is, what do we know? Rule one, the Doctor lies. The Doctor kills. The Doctor... At risks the whole timeline, multiple timelines, reality itself. The doctor is a villain. Please hold your questions and comments to the end. <laughs> now, the doctor, he plays, he plays by nobody's rules by his, but his own. And you know, oftentimes not even those. He's not just an interstate criminal, not international, not intergalactic even. These are multi-universe level crimes, folks. We need to take this seriously. All right, so right off the bat, the first time we meet the doctor, what does he do? He kidnaps two people. So these are teachers that are just worried about their student who wandered into a random junkyard and disappeared, and they're trying to make sure she's okay. They walk in and the doctor's like, you've seen too much, you can't ever leave. Even his granddaughter's begging him to let them go, but no, he's like, mm, done deal. The second doctor comes in contact with the dominators who just happen to be on a planet and he doesn't agree with them too well. So what does he do? He goes and blows up their spaceship, causing a volcano on that same planet. I don't know. <clears throat> Not only does the second doctor blow someone up, but so does the fourth doctor. He blows up the Zygons. They're same deal. What's going on here? Oh, good grief. And here I am. <clears throat> yes. The Sixth Doctor unfortunately attacks his own assistant. He thinks that she's some alien spy sent to spy on him. Go figure that one out. And now, of course, we all know that the Doctor's already been put on trial for his own crimes by his own people. He's done multiple things against their own laws. All right, the Ninth Doctor. <laughs> And the, let's just go over this. The, Mickey had to put a re police report, right? 
He had to say that he didn't, he rose to not disappear on his watch, anything else, but they wouldn't listen to him when he said no. An, an illegal alien came in and stole him away, stole her away. Just put everyone in, and put him, put him in so much jeopardy. Now, someone famous once said, thou shalt not kill. I'm inclined to agree with them. <laughs> Killing is kind of bad, right? And, you know, it, it's definitely one of history's biggest no-nos. But the doctor, he goes and does it not once, not twice, but again and again. The doctor kills. The very first story, the doctor comes across a very injured person. And what does he do? Does he go and help them as a doctor should? No. He picks up a stone and is about ready to bludgeon them over the head. Let's kill him. In the, in the fourth doctor, his solution to this guy named Solon, who is helping another fellow Time Lord Morbius out, he actually gasses him to death. Again, the sixth doctor. Yes, Shock Eyes, this alien from another world, who actually comes down and he just wants to sample the cuisine that's here in this area. <laughs> and unfortunately, he's then mothballed with cyanide poisoning by the doctor. And I do it again, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, you think that some categories of people might be off limits to the doctor. Maybe the weak, the sick, the elderly, maybe, maybe like the oldest woman ever. Uh, but no, no, poor Cassandra just wants to be moisturized. What, is, what happens when she meets the doctor? The opposite, dehydrated. All right, so this guy Solomon is just going around doing his business. The doctor doesn't like it. So when Solomon shoots off some rockets, the doctor puts the target of it on Solomon's ship and shoots him off into space to get totally blown up. And this one isn't technically a murder, but because um, the person he shoots is able to regenerate. But the doctors described before regenerating feels like dying. It's someone else comes and, and takes over and takes over your life. So he did that to this guy who was literally just doing his job and standing in the doctor's way. Oh man, so Tardises. Tardises are unique, beautiful, intelligent, creatures that can travel through time and space, and they're very rare. There might just be two of them. And the doctor thinks it's okay to go ahead and blow one up just to get rid of some enemies who are bugging her at the time. If only we had to be worried about physical harm when it comes to the doctor. But oh no! The doctor can reach right into your mind, steal your autonomy. We know he lies, he deceives, and he will guide you down a path that you think might be right, but it might just be wrong. The doctor manipulates. The seventh doctor was supposed to be a man who cared and took care of his companions. Ace is actually someone who has a very, very fragile, you know, um, mental place, really rely on the doctor. And he was building up her confidence. And right after he built up so much, she, he decided to tear her down, calling her uh, just horrible, horrible things, and almost wrecking her sanity in one fell swoop. Moving over to the audios, Elizabeth Klein happens to work for UNIT. She joins the TARDIS and the Doctor, as well as a few other companions. Um, but the Doctor ends up having her destroy her own mother-in-law-ish. 
<laughs> Go figure out how that works. If you want to learn more about Elizabeth Klein, though, I do recommend the audios. All right, the 12th Doctor. What does he do? He takes a couple people, makes certain that he erases all their, mem their memories of everything, why they even signed up for this, so they can just use their skills and, and talents to break into the world's largest, or the universe's largest bank, really. <laughs> now, it seemed like you guys were kind of with me that killing was bad. <laughs> but what happens when we kill on the level of cultures, of civilizations, of whole species, planets? It's not good, folks. The, the doctor is a genocidal maniac. We need to be careful. <laughs> the fifth doctor ends up on an undersea water base. His decision to gas everybody under there, including the Silurians, the sea devils, and the humans, just doesn't seem right. We should have had a better way. All right, so Seventh Doctor gets hold of the Hand of Omega, a ridiculously powerful bomb, and he reprograms it and then sends it over to his enemy Davros, the creator of the Daleks. And he provokes him into setting it off, knowing that he's reprogrammed it to go, and not just destroy Skaro, this guy's home planet, but destroy the entire star system. The Sixth Doctor's put on trial as well, and what defense does he have? That he commits genocide to a plant-like group of vervoids. These poor vervoids, man, they were created by humans and then destroyed by the Doctor. <laughs> Thank you. The doctor always tries to act like he's up for nonviolence. But the twelfth doc the twelfth well the doc the sorry, the war doctor, my brain is what a, what a kind hero heroic name. Yeah. I mean it doesn't really ring as someone that would really be helpful. Um, but what does he do? He's like, I gotta I gotta destroy my enemies, so I will use my planet, Gallifrey. All right, so the doctor ends up in this really weird situation where he becomes half human, and sort of a part of him does. But even that amount of humanity is not enough to stop his reign of terror. He decides to rip the entire civilization of Daleks apart at the molecular level, just destroy and pulverize them. <laughs> okay. We have some genocide fans here. I, I, I know. <laughs> I was thinking so you guys are obviously cool with genocide of the Dal Daleks, what, three times now? Or no? so, I, didn't, I didn't know you could do genocide multiple times, but the doctor can. And not only does he do it three times, <laughs> we have a survivor. Good, good, good. Keep coming back. But I want to also mention one thing. When he destroyed the, the Daleks on the third just hobby a time, right, what does he use? The sewage of the Daleks to destroy them. Guys, there should not be a word as sewage side. <laughs> hey, sewage of the Daleks, that'd be a good story. Right? <laughs> no, they're just gonna <laughs> the doctor, what a farce of a name. We, we know he picks it just to lead people in, you know, get, get his victims, but you know, when we think of doctor, we think of somebody who's gonna, uh, you know, be responsible, care about our well-being. You know, I had surgery last year. If I heard that my surgeon was negligent, I would, I would not have that surgery. You know, that's the last thing you want in your doctor. But the doctor consistently neglects all around him. 
Well, sadly, he does neglect one companion who ends up being blown up in a spaceship heading straight for Earth. Now, the doctor could have gone and rescued him, right? The case of Amy... <laughs> Listen, everyone, I, I know we talk about a doctor as someone who's caring. They're supposed to bring hope to children, right? <laughs> Amy Pond was a young, impressionable child. And this one wonderful, magical person made her believe in something, believe in him. And he just disappeared by accident. <laughs> oh, man. So this one. We, we, we got to go back a little bit on this one to, to really make it make sense. But uh, let's go back to Let's Kill Hitler, where River uses her remaining regenerations to bring the doctor back to life. And uh, then later, in Time of Angels, the doctor uses his regeneration energy to heal River's broken wrist. So that's all well and good until we've got Timeless Child, where the 13th doctor learns. She actually has unlimited regeneration energy. She can expend it however she wants, however many times she wants, with zero consequences. And yet, we have seen her encounter people who are injured, dying and dead, and she has done nothing. She doesn't even think about helping all the people around her as a doctor. Now, when your companion comes to you, when your companion comes to you and, you and he tells you, I have cancer, it's in remission, I really need help here. If you're a doctor, you're going to try and have a bedside manner. Unfortunately, the doctor did not. Not only did she kind of push him aside, she had no idea what to say. She just wanted to go and stroke her TARDIS instead. <laughs> For an entity that claims to hate weapons, certainly uses a lot of weapons. <laughs> certainly lets a lot of people around him use plenty of weapons too. But I think what's even more sinister, he takes people around him and others and he turns them into weapons. He weaponizes people. Going all the way back to the Daleks master plan, the first doctor actually turns Sarah Kingdom against her own people, her own race. And she ends up, of course, fighting in many different ways, but she ends up sacrificing herself in the name of the doctor. The doctor brings Leela onto the scene, and she likes to run around stabbing people with paralyzing thorns and knives and crossbow bolts. And the doctor's like, don't do that, don't do that, but then relies very heavily on her doing that. He's like, oh, let me just turn this way and let Leela take care of all these problems. And he does the exact same thing to Ace. She is into explosives, and he's like, hand me some of those explosives you're not carrying, and let me launch it at these enemies. And this happens a lot. And once again, let's talk about the doctor. What's the doctor supposed to be doing? Helping, like, maybe the young, up-and-coming doctors and health, health care workers learn their, learn their craft, learn how to be able to help others. But what does he do? He takes Martha out of, out of her, med, her med student rotation on wild, wonderful adventures, and in the end, through all everything, she becomes a soldier for unit instead of, you know, her original path. All right, so 11th Doctor gets real mad at this group of people and decides that he needs to build an army. So 
he's just like got one in his back pocket. He goes around the universe and picks up all these people that he feels like owe him favors. They didn't know they were gonna owe him favors, but you know, go figure. And he creates this massive army to go and attack these people. And the thing is, is that he's so terrifying. They know so much about all of, you know, his horrible actions that they just turn and run away. <laughs> The tragic case of Danny Pink. A man, it, it can be argued that through the timey-wimey nature of the doctor himself, became a soldier. But it didn't stop there. He, he became a soldier. He grew up. He learned about the horrors of war. But he got himself out. He became a teacher. He was able to see the doctor for who he was, a general, a weaponizer. But you know what happened? Even with that, he was drawn in. He became a soldier against his will, a cyberman. Does the doctor have friends? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. They don't even seem to know his name. A little suspicious. A little suspicious. Um, maybe, maybe that one guy who's his oldest friend, who's also a genocidal maniac. That, that seems plausible to me. Um, but really, you know, the doctor and those he calls friends and companions come into his life, they're consistently less worse off for it. The doctor loses friends. Katarina ejects herself into space in the name of the doctor. Oh, you're hurting me. Tegan, a strong, fierce, independent woman can tackle anything except for the level of violence that follows the doctor around. She sits and witnesses uh, just an utter massacre and runs away in tears because she just can't handle the bloodshed. Perry. Shaved head, mind transference, and if you don't even believe that, she's abandoned by the doctor on a planet she doesn't want to be on. Oh my! <laughs> or was it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Donna Noble, the noblest of them all. Yes, hats off to no Donna Noble. She gets her mind cram-packed with everything that the doctor knows through time and space, all of his incarnations, everything. And what does he do to her? He tells her, oh, I have to take all your memories back and leave you with a mind that will explode if you ever think of me again. Oh, oh don't. Painful, oh, right? <laughs> Okay, if you're going to say, oh, realize that the doctor, you know what he could have done? Anything. Anything, yeah. Let me put it this way. The doctor's sitting there like, yeah, we got away from the angels. We're good. We're winning. And then just lets, just turns his back and lets Rory get taken away. And by the way, let's just be real. When has he ever respected Rory Williams and Amy Williams? I'm sorry, but he's never really respected them much. So to my point... He just let them go. He could have just simply said, hey, let's get into the TARDIS and go. But no. Yes. <laughs> All right. Get those Kleenex ready. Okay. Uh, no. I want you to... Yeah, I know. I feel for you. <laughs> Clara no. is the one of the best of all the companions. To some people's opinion, I don't know if anyone else disagrees, we lost her, not for any other reason than the fact that she tried to simply fill in the shoes of the doctor. 
She went in there and sacrificed herself for him. Bill, oh Bill, such a burst of life. And she goes with the doctor onto this spaceship that's near a black hole. So one part of the ship is moving much slower in time than the other. She gets kidnapped down to the faster moving part of the ship. The doctor could have gone right after her, just been like, come on guys, let's go down this elevator. But instead, in his great hubris, he decides to sit and explain with you know circles and arrows and the whole shebang how this whole time dilation thing works. And he ends up spending, from Bill's perspective, 10 years explaining himself before going to rescue her, and he is too late, and she becomes the first Cyberman as a result. Now, we know the doctor likes to put on a happy face, likes to pretend he's the good guy. Perhaps if you guys believe the BBC's propaganda, you're, you're right there with him. Um, but, you know, oftentimes, you know, we see all of these different faces and masks that he wears, we see them slip, you know, and we can see behind them. But sometimes they fall all the way off, and we see this entity for who they truly are, evil. Going back to the audio series, if you're a little time taught in nursery school, you'll learn of Zagreus, who actually will come and get in your head while you're asleep and take over in a nightmarish way. Well, the doctor is exposed to time winds, and he becomes Zagreus himself. Listen to the audios for more. Now. You may, not, you may think, oh, time wins. Is that really the doctor's choice? Well, here's something that was. The doctor, one time in his life, gets the opportunity to choose what type of person to regenerate into. He chooses a warrior. He chooses to become a warrior, and then he goes and fights a war and blows up his planet, killing all of the Time Lords and Daleks. Or at least that's his intention. So the tech doctor encounters these people who just want a piece of his, you know, immortality. And for this, for this very finite crime, the doctor decides to punish them for all eternity. He makes sure that they all live forever in, you know, internal torment. One goes into a black hole, one goes down a bottomless pit, one is paralyzed and left as a scarecrow, and the last one is stuck in mirrors. They say you can see who you really are in your dreams. Yeah, yes, oh yes. This is the doctor, the dream lord. He thinks of himself as a high and mighty person in dreams. And what does he do in the dreams? He manipulates. He, he puts you in, in situations where you can't choose. He ends up, Rory dies again. Well, this is actually technically the first time, I think, right? No, sec second? I, can't, I forget how many times. One of the times. <laughs> it's timey me. So the point is, he dies and he leaves Amy with the choice of where to be in a world w without him, freezing w without him in, in one place, or to freeze to death with him. Oh, great. No, I got nice guy. The master once said that the doctor in this form is an amalgamation of all that is evil. <coughs> At least an amalgamation of all the darker sides of the doctor. Yeah, this guy wanted to not only steal all the regenerations from the doctor himself, which is kind of like stealing stuff from yourself. Can that work? 
<clears throat> any rate, time whammy. But he goes on to then want to take over the entire universe and all realities, and then destroy them at some point. Listen to the audios for more too. You would make a good Dalek. <laughs> says the Dalek to the Time Lord. And then later, it's confirmed that Doctor is a good Dalek. Why? We think of Daleks, they're supposed to be, you know, the, the, the true villains. They're, they're supposed to have the most immense hatred. But no, they look at the Doctor and they see a great white glowing hate that inspires them, resonates with them. The Doctor is an even better Dalek than the Daleks. The Tenth Doctor decides that he himself is Time Lord Victorious. He goes to Mars, he goes to a fixed point in time where he knows that he shouldn't be there at all, yet he decides against his own rules, his own laws, oh, I guess, yeah, I'll save some people that I shouldn't be saving. That starts him on another trend where he goes back in time and does countless murderous things, again, in the audios. Now, <laughs> do I need to say anything more? The worst I think every doctor has had at least something in their wardrobe that just doesn't quite fit with today's, or yesterday's society for that matter. Clashing colors, clashing patterns, clashing everything, scarves that will not only trip yourself, but those around you. Vegetables. And you know what? I think what's really the most horrible thing about this, it, it's not just reserved to the doctor. What? The, this criminal fashion sense, <laughs> sir. It spreads like a virus. It's infected my wife, my friend. And I've seen it's taken some of you as well. Those guys are cool. <laughs> See? It's so sticks. Well, slapping question marks on things. Oh, if you don't know what to do, if you're the doctor in the morning, yeah, just slap on some question marks. That, that'll solve it, right? <laughs> okay, now we've come to the their trivia part place. of our presentation. Do you know things? Maybe. And can we find out? Okay, so you, what we're going to do is we're going to have one person coming around, and they will choose which one of you can answer these questions. We'll, we'll try and get to uh, as many of these as we can really quickly. Um, so, who remembers who the doctor worked for on Earth? Correct. Give her a prize. Hey, hey. Okay, the second question. What made the sixth doctor so erratic right after he regenerated from the fifth incarnation? Anybody at all? Come on, Sixth Doctor over there. You've been talkative. Again, the doctor just isn't responsible. He neglects. I will try. Which one? Most regenerative distress? Not quite. Not quite. It was actually a form of poison, spectrox toxemia, that he got from lovely Androzani. 
major. Actually, no, androzyne in minor, I think. All right, now this, I'll just go skip that next one. <laughs> what evil from the dawn of time did the seventh doctor do battle with when he manipulates Ace? Nope. Frederick. Yes, exactly. Very good. Bingo. All right. What name did the 12th Doctor give to the Dalek who told him he would make a good Dalek? Yes, yes definitely. All right, last question. What reality did Amy choose in Amy's Choice? The, yes, you right there. Uh, the reality where Rory was dead. Well, she chose to die there. She chose to die there, yeah, yes. That's right. We'll give it to you. She actually chooses the reality where the TARDIS is hurtling to a frozen star. No, you're good, clarification. No, you're good. good clarification. Good clarification. All right, now, does anybody have any questions? <laughs> Apparently. Would you say the doctor is also possessive? The doctor is very possessive. Ooh, yes, I would say yes. that, yeah. I mean... You could get a lot of evidence on that one. Yeah, 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 literally with, like, every companion who's got a significant other, he's like, let me show you up. Go back to the whole dream warp, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. I tried to put this in. Because uh, things didn't work out that bad for her. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. That, 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 that actually is a really good point. We should have put that in. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't come up with absolutely every single one. So we tried I mean, there are just we, we so many bad things the doctor does. So many bad things. We, we, can't, we can't talk about them all in 45 minutes. Yes. Any other questions yeah. before we go? Uh, is there a reason that the first song or I, I always agree with River Song on a lot of these points, but at the end of the day, he did give her a 26-year honeymoon? 24. 24-year honeymoon at the end, so. In jail. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 On, um, on, on Delirium. One night on, what was the plan? The, with delirium. The, delirium. 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 I think that, that was actually River's choice to be in jail. Yeah, she went to prison for a long time and gets out and immediately sacrifices herself to save the doctor. You're right. That's another great example of evil good. influence. He's, he's more evil than we thought. Imagine. Yes. For, for Clara, you say? For Clara, yeah. Yeah, so n not fair because Clara, uh, it wasn't totally his fault. It wasn't, but it's also, she wouldn't have died if it weren't for his influence. <laughs> you were first. 
If you go to bigfinish.com, you can get them. Uh, they do run specials on them quite often, so you just have to find like when they have anniversaries and stuff. So they have like they're cheaper at this point. Um, you can also come see me because I own a lot of them. <laughs> but yeah, um, wait. Uh, I think you had a question. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I have kind of ways to see what you think of it. Is he also is like very either ignoring or indifferent in terms of like potential gender-based violence of some of his companions? One, Brigham Morbius. He leaves um, Sarah with um, she's like drugged and her with the guy who's like chopping people up and the guy who's on her. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, she's got one. Harry is like completely left to take a tour with this guy who's like hardcore, like creeping on her. And Six is like, like, go with him. And then the last one. <laughs> and like, so just to prove that it's a is enlightenment. Man, we should have had you planning with this this presentation with us. <laughs> that definitely are all, those are all very valid. Um, unfortunately, we are running low on time, so we'll take one more question. If you have extra questions, I'll meet you out in the back. Um, okay, sure, we'll go for it. One last thing. Sure. How say do you think the doctor would have been more or less evil if the time war never happened in the first place? The time war wouldn't have happened if the doctor wasn't evil to start with. It literally started because the Daleks were so pissed at him for constantly genociding them that they declared war against his whole species. <laughs> and, and on top of that, even if you're a medic, yeah, but still, he, the doctor helped create the Daleks. He did, and also was involved like a lot of times in their origins and yes, the fact that they exist. From the moment of when Davros was a child. <laughs> oh yeah, when he had to. Yes. yes. <laughs> he made the Daleks. And, and then he just goes around torturing them and killing them, and. <laughs> and you wonder why Gallifrey is like, um, you're banned. <laughs> <laughs> We do have more time. I just realized we do actually have. Yeah, we can take a few more questions. We can take a few yeah, we like ten old minutes. Oh, yeah, I, that, I, I would that's say, a really good point. Yeah, I th I'd say probably, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think I'd, I'd go I to, like, the, the weaponized. I think the TARDIS has been weaponized by the Doctor in this relationship. Oh, you're... Yeah, you're right. She, she puts him in situations where he can continue his reign of evil. <laughs> but also, yeah, the TARDIS, we see the TARDIS really being in love with the Doctor as well. Like, I think that's a lot of emotional manipulation on this TARDIS. A lot of jealousy, I, I too. Again, isn't it the, kind of the TARDIS' fault that uh, the Doctor left Amy alone for so long? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, yeah. I saw a hand back here. Yes. Oh yeah, she did. She gets left for twelve years, and then he comes back, and he's like, "Woohoo!" And then jumps off and comes back two years later. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> True, and ones who do turn out like Clara. He does oh, yeah. abandon Jack, and actually that's a good one with the TARDIS being evil because the TARDIS also really enforces the abandonment of Jack. <laughs> Jack staples himself to the TARDIS as it's taking off to future kind land, far in the future, and how he survives that, uh, well, it's well, Jack. Well, we know, but yeah. how Jack survives anything is, yeah. <laughs> good point. That's, that's a good point, Evil of the Daleks. He wiped out the Daleks again. He, there's so many examples of him wiping out the Daleks. We've got uh, Victory of the Daleks, he wipes them out. <laughs> we only could pick so many, okay? <laughs> yeah, you, you really need to like, be, like, have some psychological problems to go back in time and use time to, to do it again. again and again. <laughs> Goodness. We have another one over here. Yes, K9. what about K-9? Oh my god, he, he's always just like, oh, stay in the TARDIS, whatever, and then... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so why exactly didn't he just go and pick Amy and Rory up to wherever the angels dropped them? Because apparently it was like too much time travel in that area, but you kind of wonder, couldn't he have gone like... 10 years later, maybe they only had to wait like a few years and he could have picked them up. He says they can't interact with their own timelines, but how often do they do that? All the time. Yeah. Well, he does say that they're time locked, so I'm guessing that their time stream might be time It seems like a pretty bad yeah. excuse. He breaks his own time rules all the time. You know, he says, and, and, and again at that time, he tries to convince Amy to not go and be with her husband. He's like, no, stay here. And even their daughter is standing there going, no, mom, go, go, help me with your husband. <laughs> He did. He caused Adelaide Brooks to shoot herself. <laughs> I see a I see a hand over there. Uh, well, first of all, this was amazing. This Thank, was you. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. The sixth doctor, especially. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, at, at the very least, narcissistic tendencies. I mean, I, I think this guy's psychological profile is all over the place. I think we'd see sure a very like long list. I think, I think one of the... Yeah. I think the thing that will set off the narcissism is his regeneration. Because at the beginning of every incarnation, there is definitely a narcissist. Oh, he's problem. like, look at me, see what outfits will yeah. look best. And, and, and you know... And, and now that we know that regeneration can actually, you know, save people, bring people back, you know, he, at, at least before, you know, they know that they have unlimited, they still know that they have 13, and they, they could choose to bring people back, but who do, who do they choose every time? Themselves. <laughs> Themselves. Yep. Lots of therapy, <laughs> but, but I know since you have fantastic taste in t-shirts that you're going to be all right. Maybe time management. <laughs> yes. And the master slash Missy kind of knows what she's talking about. I mean, yeah. they've been friends with the doctor longer than anyone. And what does that say? Yeah, and you know, judge your judge people by their friends. Yeah, the the doctor is the president of Earth, 
And, you know, uh, the BBC is a government institution. <laughs> Connect those dots. You know, there's no Dalek shows talking about the wonders of Daleks and the evil of the doctor. It's the doctor pushing this to you guys. You know, that's why you say think he's all good. So, considering how the master went insane from staring into the schism, would you say the doctor also went insane? I think the doctor started insane. Yeah. <laughs> was insane in a different way? Yeah. Definitely He's better at hiding way. it. The doctor has a hero complex, is what we're trying he to do. He does. Yeah. God of God complex, too. Yes, definitely. And a whole other list of complexes. The doctor left Nellie Bush behind and is only just now catching up with her again. Oh, you're oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't even bother meeting her to start with, and then he doesn't say goodbye to her at the end. Yeah, I mean, like in recent episodes, we see there's a whole support group now. <laughs> people that have to meet because of their interactions with the doctor and the fallout because of it. Yes, he did. I think you had a question? That's a very good point and a very good question. Maybe time will tell. I'm, I'm, ho I'm hoping we will see uh, something in the future that can give us more information here. I mean, we... The, the, the only, you know, version of the Doctor that we've seen before that, of the Fugitive Doctor, I mean, she didn't do, like, a lot of evil stuff, but she did run around killing a lot of people and things. So, I don't know. Take that as you will. Well, also, I think to his point, the doctor starts off as a child being experimented on. So That's true. The Time Lords are very evil, too. But is that an excuse? I, I never know. said it was an excuse. I'm just I, saying. I think it's, it's often the sad reality. I think a lot of the villains in our world, you know, even have really tragic backstories. They've been, they've been failed by society or their Time Lords or, you know, <laughs> other things in one way or another. But they go on to, to fail others, and, and the cycle continues. Biggest crime against fashion? Oh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the problem is an example. Um, I uh, I have no comment on that. <laughs> furthermore, would there be any fashion advice for him that you would agree with? Um, he does like color. Oh, the stock of celery as, you know, an <laughs> accessory. As I've told people before, I'd fit in perfectly to the Pride event that just took place last weekend. <laughs> I'll admit, I do think bow ties are cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like them, usually not with, you know, uh, British business suits. I don't think that's the right setting, but... I think dark black leather yes. works quite well for the one who's here today. Uh, a lot of the coats actually work quite well. I think, I mean, David Tennant's coat is by far my favorite, so... All right, you guys have been a great audience. Thank you so much for listening to us today. And thank you, thank for, you so much. And thank you for judging for all the questions. Oh, where can you find our podcast? Just about anywhere you want to listen to podcasts. Uh, it's on, on Spotify. A Apple on Music. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Apple Music. The Whovian Review. And just right up there on the top there. technology with random people. Anyway, have a great rest of your day and a great rest of the convention. Also, there's a lot of free big finish on Spotify. Oh, good.